Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Good Back morning. to the work week, man. What's happening? How was y'all weekend? Not long enough. Yeah, so, it never is. It's always that. Always yeah, feels like that. I feel like yesterday I finally had one day where I did not leave my house. I was at home cleaning, but it wasn't long enough. I needed more time. I was taking naps. You know how you start cleaning your house and then you're like, I need a nap. Mm-hmm. After about 30 minutes in, and then you start doing some money, you got to need another nap. Okay. Yeah, I DJed at the uh, Barclays over the weekend. They had a huge... Uh, April Fool's April comedy Fool's show. April Fool's comedy show, yeah, with, with so many different comedians and performers. Little Kim, uh, Moneybag Yo performed. I DJed the whole event. Rip Michaels, he hosted. Um, who was for some of the performance? Uh, Tony Roberts, uh, D-Ray Davis, uh, T.I. Ha uh, Davis. B. Simone. Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson. So it was a dope show, sold out, man. Wall to wall, people got a lot of good energy. Yeah, I said Ti, uh, great show. It, it, was, it was a great show. So shout out to uh, Rip Michaels and everybody that put that show together. Definitely sold went out. viral. They Co- went viral because you know Ti caught that L on stage, which he, happens. He did, right? It happens to everybody. He did. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the rumors. But I, I would say one thing: he held his ground. He did not move. He did not <laughs> waver. I've seen a lot of comedi- comedians get that boo or, or just the rumbles of the boo, and they are. Right, thank you, God bless, good night. He stood in it. Whole time he did his whole set. Well, he's a performer though, so I mean he's used to being on that stage. He ain't used to get good, good, good or bad. Yes, he is. I'm sure he is. No, you got to think. Listen, T. I've been doing this for 20 plus years. You think there hasn't been shows when he was first on to come up? You know, maybe in a city like New York or somewhere where people weren't appreciating him back then. Maybe especially when they didn't appreciate the South. Maybe over 20 years ago. Yeah, but that that stays with you. Once no. you once you've been through it, Hell you've been through no. it. No. Yes, man. No. Any any season performer once nah. they've been through it, they've been through Not it. Not It's like weather. Is now no way. No well, way. I'm sure it's a humbling experience. He said that though. He yeah. said that himself. That what? That he's a season performer. He's been through worse on stage. He uh, said that he himself. He said he enjoyed it. And you you should know that as a DJ. You've you've DJed and had bad sets or been performing for crowds that weren't moving to your music and you stuck to it because you used yeah. to it. I'm sure I'm sure he's not a good feeling. But that still. hasn't happened in a long time. So what? And, and I'm sure that hasn't happened in so you, over So you'd years. walk off your set if that happened to you I now? Didn't say, I didn't say I would, but I mean a lot I've seen a lot of comedians, seasoned comedians, when that rumbling start, they say, Okay, God bless, good night, thank you so much, and they get off stage. I've never seen set. people be like, Okay, this isn't gonna be my night. You guys Joy, I'm out of here. Well, you ever seen that before? Yeah, I've seen it. They, oh, I've seen that they, before. They, they don't have the heart of a champion. I've seen it before. <laughs> you know, salute to everybody I saw this weekend too. Um, I was I was being a chair dad this weekend. We got one more. All the chair dads and chair moms out there, we got one more. You know, the big one is coming up soon, that's and then Lando. that's it. Disney. Could you shut up? Stop no. telling everybody people business. All no. right. You always talk about it though. I don't. I, after the fact. No. <laughs> okay. But yes, we got one more, and then that's it for us chair dads and uh, chair moms. Okay. And you don't know none of your daughter's chair. What do you mean? Any of the chairs? 
Do I know any of the cheers? No, I just know the root. I know the uh, the themes. That's it. <laughs> what's, what's the themes? Uh, one is Space Jam. I forgot the other one though. One is Space Jam though. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about New York police officials. They have made over 20 alleged Bronx uh, gang members arrests as part of Operation Drilly that has to do with drill music videos. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, don't forget, uh, this morning, Queen Naja will be joining us. We'll chop it up with her and also Gia Peppers. So we got some women coming through this morning. Now we got front page news, Yee. Yes, and New York police officials have made a string of arrests that's in connection to tips that they received from drill music videos. The Bronx District Attorney Darcel Clark announced more than 20 alleged Bronx gang members were taken into custody and named. It's an 82-count indictment that covers 32 violent crimes committed over a three-year period. The investigation is called Operation Drilly, and it outlines a series of murders, including the 2021 shooting death of 20-year-old Bronx woman uh, Delilah Vasquez and a July 2020 fatal shooting of 24-year-old James Rivera. He was killed when six assailants chased and gunned him down. Also, with all the drill rappers making it easy for law enforcement officials to pick them up by committing these crimes and then going to rap about these crimes. Now, are these the lyrics that they don't want people to use in court? Remember we was just having this conversation a yeah. few months ago when, mm-hmm. they, when they were like, oh, you know, they're fighting not to have lyrics used in court. How do you not th- use those kind of lyrics in court? You if, have to. If they're incriminating themselves. You have to. If somebody died and, on, you, and you rap about you killing them, you have to. That's why the, the, the energy... You know, it's, it's, I, I can understand in some cases, you know, not wanting to have lyrics used in code, but the energy should be to have these young artists not, number one, committing crimes, but number two, rapping about them. All right. And the mayor of New York City has tested positive for COVID. So right now he's in isolation doing everything virtually. He canceled all his appearances uh, in the near future. And OnlyFans star Courtney Taylor was confronted by a stranger in a Miami hotel and accused of killing her boyfriend, Courtney Clenny, who's 25 years old. She's known on social media as Courtney Taylor. She has been now taken to a mental institution after her boyfriend, Christian Obamselli, who's 27, was stabbed to death. And there's a video that's been making the rounds showing somebody filming a blonde woman in the bar of Miami's Grand Beach Hotel. This happened on Friday night. And here is what's happening as she gets confronted by a woman filming her. I'll videotape her right now. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, you should go because you just killed your boyfriend. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. cool. All right, now OnlyFans model Courtney Clinney uh, called 911 after she allegedly stabbed to death her estranged boyfriend, and they said she was drenched in blood and wearing a black bra when police arrived, though she has not yet been charged with a crime. Uh, so, you said she got sent to a mental institution? Yeah, now she's in a mental Boy, institution. Being white, you cannot tell me that there's no such thing as white privilege in this country. You kill somebody and you get the benefit of the doubt and automatically get sent to a mental, mental, mental institution before you get any charges pressed against you? Well, they said she reportedly claimed to be suicidal after the killing and has been placed in a mental institution as a precaution. Wow. They have a history of domestic disputes, according to friends, and they said cops have more than enough evidence to make an arrest. Yeah, but they haven't yet. They haven't even charged her yet. She automatically gets the benefit of the doubt and gets to go to a mental institution. By the way, you got to be some type of sociopathic, psychopathic monster to be able to kill somebody and just go be out and about like everything is normal. Like, that's not how that works. And they're also saying, according to the attorney, that uh, they believe that she was the victim of physical, emotional, and mental abuse. 
at the hands of her ex-boyfriend, and they also suggested she may even have been a victim of human trafficking. You see how they, you see how they humanized the white women so fast? On that claim. They have humanized her so fast. Like, they've humanized her, gave, gave, her, gave her justification, benefited the doubt, and still having personal charges. You, you don't think that's wild? Well, this is all according to her attorney, who is, by the way, of course, fighting for his clients. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that's from her. Okay. Well, yeah, that that's makes from sense. her attorney. That's of course, he's going to. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, right, well, good morning. This is Tim. Tim Peace, what's Tim. What's the word? The word. I was over there at the comedy show uh, Saturday with my wife, and uh, DJ Envy and R.P. Mike. He put on blast and they put that white. It's Rip Michaels, man. What do you mean, R.I.P. Mike? Who died? (laughs) Rip Michaels. Michaels, My bad. He put on blast with that white girl song and she was there bugging out, but you guys gave her a good time. Appreciate that. Oh, that was your girl? That's my wife. Yeah, we're going 10 years this year. Oh, man, congratulations. We played what? Band in the USA for her. She was was wilding. Oh, you got a white girl, white girl. Yeah, 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 my wife was wilding out, you know. Whoa. No kids this weekend. We had we gave it to a mom, so we were free. Oh man, yeah, y'all had some good okay. seats right in the front too. Oh yeah, you know we had to do it up a little bit. How was the Ti booing? Uh, yo, he, they booed the crap out of that mother- that guy. But uh, you know we couldn't really understand him, even though we were in the front row. But that's probably why. Oh, you couldn't understand what he was saying. No, no, we didn't really get the jokes really. So we were like, what the hell are we talking about? Honestly, I thought he was gonna come out to rap. <laughs> I'm sure that's everybody's uh, first impression when they see T.I. walk out on the stage with a microphone in his hand. He stayed in it, though. He didn't He didn't leave. He did his full set. No, he, he didn't leave, you know, and then we were trying to cheer him on, but the crowd was like, get off the stage. <laughs> Damn. It was pretty nasty. Rough crowd. New York is a tough place to do stand-up. Definitely. Uh, oh, yeah, but I appreciate you guys giving us uh, a good time and everything, especially DJ Heavy. And then you guys put on that Indian music for me, making me look like I was Indian on stage. <laughs> oh, 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 that was you too. He yeah. had the time of his life. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, Rick Michaels, Rick Michaels seen him and was like, "Hey, shout out to all the Indians," and he wanted me to play an Indian song. And the only Indian song I had was uh, Punjabi, Punjabi MC Punjabi with Jay Z. That was all I had. Oh yeah, but my wife and I, we. Could I mean, that is that the one. <laughs> That's the only one I got. That is the one. Right. Oh yeah. Well, have a good one, bro. Thank but you for coming good. out. All right, thank you. All right. Bye. Hello, who's this? Yo, Big Chocolate, the toast. Oh how we doing this morning? Hey. Angela Attitude, how are you, my dear? What's up? Yeah, good. So listen, two quick things. Uh, shout out to Lazy Boy Restaurant, White Plains, New York. I had a good time. And two, the Oscar Academy should not punish Chris, should punish, should punish Chris Rock, the ugliest bro- brother on the planet for what he did. He's, right? he's definitely not, not broke. Talk about anyone, right? And Charlemagne's the ugly, second ugliest brother on the planet, right? We all agree? He didn't say broke, he said ugliest. I thought he said ugliest brokest. No, he said the ugliest oh. brother. Why would they... What? Why would they... Yeah, punish why would him? they punish him? Yeah, why? What did he do? Because he's sitting up there talking about uh, Will Smith's wife, bro. You can't do that, you know? Oh, uh, you never as watched Oscar before. He shouldn't be talking about nobody, Chris Rock, right? That's all you got, sir? Usually you have a joke. Second ugliest brother on the planet, right? 
That's all you got? Agreed. That was your joke for today. Usually you're funnier, man. He's never funny. <laughs> hey, MB, thank you for saying. Usually I'm funny. Thank no, that's you. a lie. MB's tired this morning. He's not thinking straight. Hey, I appreciate that. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Get it off Amazing. your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. According only on the free iHeart app. Discover music, radio, and podcast. Let's go. Power 1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Garrett, what's up, Trav? Oh, Trav, what's good? Your song is hitting, Trav. Hey, I mean, it's just a... It's called Where Bitches Make Sure Y'all Go Check It Out, Star. Did you check it out, Star? I have not. Go look at my go look at my page. And okay. I underscore twin. I dropped a little video called Where Bitches. I liked it. Weird. I like it. Yeah, you ever had a friend that turned weird on you, turned into a weird bitch? Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed that song. Congratulations. It's dope. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, I just dropped a little hit. One, I didn't even want to put it out. But I, I, I write for females. I don't, I don't even want to be an artist. I want to write for girls. And I wrote that for the city girls. And it's a hit. It's really a hit. I want to know where you got the money to shoot a video. That's what I want to know. Um, I have a videographer by the name of Dede. He just really, really likes my music. And he likes my concepts. And so he shoot all my stuff for free because he think I can win. There you okay, go. Okay, true. That's good. Somebody you gotta believes have, in you. You got to have people that believe in you. Yeah, he, he really does believe in me. But Char, you know I'm nice with writing because you're sitting on a whole song over there that that person still hasn't wrote you back for. That's a hit. Me, I, well, clearly they didn't think it was a hit, but <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was good, but they, I don't know if they thought it was a hit. But listen, I'm right here, and when I just dropped this a hit, make sure y'all go check it out. AKA underscore swag. It's called Weird Bitches. Dope. All right. Thank you, Trav. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Jermaine out of Harlem. Jermaine. By way of Harlem, currently in Atlanta. How y'all doing this morning? Jeff? What's happening? I'm doing well. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. I want to get a. A special birthday shout out to a man that came from a small town in Georgia, Forsyth, Georgia, to another small town in Harlem. Um, my dad, Mr. Charlie Colbert, um, happy, happy, I want to give him a happy heavenly birthday. Um, he was a legend in the city, uh, Jerry's grand legend, Barber. And I just want to shout him out this week because it's his birthday. All right, okay. happy birthday. Uh, thank you, thank you. And uh, one other thing though, did y'all get my package that I sent? I sent y'all a care package, a couple of bottles. Bottles of what? The lemonade? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I'll look for it. The bomb aid? Yes, sir. Yeah, I sent y'all a care package last week. I show uh, show it, that it's delivered. I'll just make sure y'all got it. it oh, yeah, it's probably here. here. It's probably here. We just got to check for it, brother. We'll look for it, though. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Drew. Drew, what up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, last last week y'all had Alicia Garziano. Yes, indeed. She was talking about uh, marijuana incarceration. And I got a situation, and I need some help. I'm embarrassed to ask for help, but I don't know what else to do. What happened? Well, my son has been incarcerated for a couple of grams of marijuana, and the public defender he got is not doing anything at all. He needs a paid lawyer, and, man, I just don't have it right now. What state is this? This is in Tennessee. Mm. And it's in a little little city in Tennessee that's like 900, 900, you know, people. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little white city. And, man, they giving them a heck up there, man. What is he facing? Like, what's the charge? Possession? A year. They, they're giving him a year. A year? That's his first offense? A couple of grams, yes. How old is he? 
he's 30. That's wild. Especially being that uh, marijuana is being legalized either medicinally or recreationally all throughout the country. Right. That's crazy, man. And I, you know, I'm really embarrassed to ask for help because I, I always help everybody. But, you know, right now I'm just in a bad place. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put you on hold and I'm going to give you the email to somebody over at uh, the Reform Alliance, man. You know, Okay, that'll be great. Yeah, maybe they can get you on the right path. That'll be great. And can I put a... Can I put or, or maybe there's somebody in Tennessee that's listening to you right now that might want to take this case pro bono after they, you know, hear a little bit more information. All right, that'll be excellent. And what's his and name so it, we can look it up again and look it up online? Well, it's not going to be online because it's just a small city. But uh, they don't even have, like, a website. The <laughs> what? Jackson County, the Jackson County Sheriff Department. They don't have a website, man. Like, everything has to be done by phone call. And them folks, you know, when you call up there, they're pretty wicked. You know, they talk talk extra crazy. And, oh, man, man it's, it's, it's a journey. Well, I'm going to pass you somebody at the right? email, uh, the Reform Alliance's email. Hold on one second. Yo, line nine. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way. All right. And Chris Rock, find out what's going on as far as him talking about this Oscar slap. When is he planning to discuss it? We'll tell you what sources are saying. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. All right. Well, Chris Rock was on stage and told a live audience Friday that he would not be talking about the Oscars until he was compensated. They said (laughs) what he said in full was, I'm okay. I have a whole show and I'm not talking about that until I get paid. Life is good. I got my hearing back. He's smart. Get a check for the content. I'm sure Netflix Netflix got a bag waiting for him. Chris could do one of those little uh, short specials that Dave does from time to time and get a bag. Put that out separately from the. The ego death stand-up, I'm sure, is coming later. Absolutely. It could be that. It could be a lawsuit, maybe, that he's waiting on. Maybe a nah, civil I don't suit think he's going to sue nobody. Or anything. He could sue the Oscars for sure, though, if he wanted to. I'm sure he's exploring all his options right now. I'm sure it's the Netflix bag. Yeah, I'm sure he got content now. He can, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's the Netflix bag. He could do a show. He could do all types of stuff with that content. All right, and Will Smith has been banned from attending Oscars and Oscars-related events for 10 years as a result of slapping Chris Rock on stage. They said the board has decided for a period of 10 years from April 8th, 2022, Mr. Smith shall not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually, including but not limited to the Academy Awards. He can still be nominated for his roles. And he can still win. Yeah, he just can't attend. So okay. He said, "I accept and respect the Academy's decision, and that decision did come following tons of debate on what the consequences of his onstage slap should be." So they never had considered taking away his Oscar or anything like that. But what they are saying is he's not invited to attend. Ten years seems like a lot. That's good, and uh, you know now we should use that time to start going to the Black Award shows, start going to the NAACP Image Awards, start going to the AFCAS. You know? All right, now Jada Pinkett Smith made her first public appearance since that uh, slap happened. And so she was wearing a, a strapless glittering gold gown. It was the opening of the Rhymes Performing Arts Center and the Debbie Allen Dance Academy. So it was her first time out since that whole incident happened. All right, now Tory Lanez in the meantime, as you know, he was uh, back in court, and that is because he's not allowed to speak on Meg Thee Stallion at all. So he's got to just refrain from doing those things. But he did put out a new YouTube video 
uh, where he released this song and he also posted, I'll say whatever I like and feel no way about it. We get so scared of how people take our opinions on these apps that we forget our own freedom and uh, to the thoughts that we think have your freedom of speech unapologetically. Be true to yourself because anything otherwise isn't real or comfortable. Now, this song is called Mucky James, and here's what that song sounds like. I thought the judge told him to stop I know. talking about the situation. I don't know why he would do this. And here's more. He actually addresses um, some drama that he had and a fallout with Meek Mill following everything. He also had addressed Kehlani, too. He used to be my dog, he did some flunkish to me And when I brought it up, look, I wouldn't even talk about it Ain't beefing with your cut, I swear I'm more hurt than anything I'm at this point in life where I don't stress the petty thing With all these rocks on my finger, they look like wedding rings Sometimes I did by Kehlani and how we ended things When I express myself, I know that I can choose my words a little better But I'm back out to the wall, you know the world against me When your back is to the wall, you just lose all affection Sitting in rooms full of smiles, I know they all against you but as long as you don't die, we'll make you strong, okay? I really do wonder how that's going to impact his court case, though. Because like, like, he's not supposed to be it? talking yeah. about her at all. And I wonder if that does, you know, sway sway jurors when they constantly hear these things. Yeah. And, and, and like, eventually, you know, I, I know it's one thing when you talk via social media, but what if, you know, what if Megan sits down with somebody and does a major interview? Like, that's, that the world's going to see that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, all of America's going, going, going to see that. Like Tori, Tori better be careful. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this is in the evidence that they have. Yes, but he has been told, and he's out on bail for that. If you guys recall, he was handcuffed and everything, mm-hmm. and he has a court order where he cannot speak. It has to be something. To I don't. Yeah, no I, way you yeah, just like, get like, a bail and you come case. out and release a record. It just like why would you? Do, I don't do why you would do that. Has to be something else. I understand freedom of speech and everything else, but you still got to be. Sm- Smart at the end cuffs. of the day. They just That's what I'm saying. Cuffs. Like I don't, it, it don't, I don't. And get as it. far as his issues with Meek Mill, Meek Mill had posted, "I don't f with you" on Instagram, and Kehlani had taken him off of a song uh, that they were on together. Can I? They had collaborated on that track. She at first had said that she couldn't take him off. The album came out months ago, but then she did end up putting out a version without him on it and replacing him. I just can't see myself caring about what the court of public opinion think when I'm facing issues in the court of law. Like issues that could actually send me away. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Let's talk about former Dallas Cowboys executive Gil Brandt. He made some very heartless comments. uh, And we'll tell you what he had to say about that afterward. But really sad situation. Tragic death of Dwayne Haskins. And he was a Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. It was a sudden uh, situation. And we'll update you on that. All right. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into front page news. 
Now, the NBA postseason is beginning this uh, week. Of course, they have the play-in games. Brooklyn Nets uh, take on the Cavaliers on Tuesday. Minnesota takes on the Clippers. And the Lakers head coach, it looks like he will be fired. That's messed up. That's messed up. And they fired Frank Vogel. Right, I, mean, I guess somebody got to take the blame. Yeah. But it's not the coaching of the Lakers. No, it's just, not. <laughs> but somebody got to take it the was like, You know, there was injuries. They were old, you know. That, but it's not the coaching. Like, if any, Steve Nash is the one who should be fired from the Brooklyn Nets. I guess they feel the Lakers at least should have made the playoffs. You think? All right. What else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins was fatally struck by a dump truck on a Florida highway. He was trying to cross the interstate and... They said the dump truck hit him around 6.30 a.m. He had been walking on the highway for unknown reasons. Details about what led up to the incident were not immediately available. But they said in recent days he had been in South Florida working out with some Steelers teammates. It was captured in Instagram stories. And a lot of people were devastated and shocked. And they said our thoughts and prayers are with his wife, Calabria, and his entire family during this difficult time. Now, one thing that caused <laughs> a lot of uh, backlash, rightfully so, former Dallas Cowboys executive Gil Brandt on Saturday issued an apology for remarks that he made about the sudden death. And here's what he had said originally. I hate any time anybody is killed or anybody dies. Uh, but he was a guy that was living to be dead, so to speak. Uh, you know, they told him, don't, under any circumstances, leave school early. You just you just don't have the work habits. You don't have this. You don't have that. What do you do? Left school early. You got to hold your whole life ahead of you. But, um, you know, maybe if he just stayed in school a year, uh, he wouldn't do silly things. I mean, I don't, when you're jogging on a highway, uh, you know, on a road like that, so because he decided to leave school early and because he decided to go jogging, you know, on, on a highway, he was living to be dead. It makes as no he sense. That sounds stupid. Now, he tweeted out this morning while learning of Dwayne Haskins passing. I reacted carelessly and insensitively on a radio interview. I want to apologize to Mr. Haskins family and anyone who heard my poor choice of words. I truly apologize. My heart goes out to his family at this difficult time. All right, now Joe Biden is expected to announce as early as today new firearm regulations, and that is to contain the use of privately made weapons. That's what they call those ghost guns, unregulated, untraceable weapons that are made from kits. And so they want to make sure they address a critical gap in the government's ability to track those guns. This uh, move comes as gun violence and crime have ticked up in the United States, putting pressure on the White House to take some sort of action. But are those ghost guns the guns that they're finding? Because it, it doesn't seem like they're finding ghost guns. It seems like they're finding st- stolen yeah, these ghosts guns. Don't seem like, these guns don't seem like ghosts to me. No. These guns be alive and well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, apparently, you know, this has been an issue. People, the rules would require manufacturers who sell parts that assemble those ghost guns. They have to be licensed to run background checks on potential purchasers of these kits, these kits that are being used to assemble these ghost guns. So when they're rounding up these gangs and whatnot, uh, these gangs don't be having no ghost guns. No, there'll be no ghost guns. They, be guns they said that- ghost guns have been used in multiple recent shootings, including at a Maryland high school in January. The exact number in circulation is unknowable because of the inability for regulators to track these guns. I didn't even hear about the Maryland shooting in January, sadly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Queen Naja will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Queen Naja. Of course, she has a new single that's doing very well right now featuring you Big in the Sean, the DJ MV. Yes, I am. Nice. It doesn't feature you. Oh, well, I'm in the video. But anyway, we're going to talk to Queen Naja when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Same. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Queen Naja. Hello, hello. Welcome. What's up, y'all? Envy was going hard for your song, Hate or Love, just because he's in the video. Nah, that's not the only reason. It's a great <laughs> song. But he kept talking about it like, yeah, I'm making my appearance. You know what I'm saying? I got a video. We needed cameo. that. We definitely needed that. Yeah, they called me and they said we wanted you out of retirement. I used to be an old video vixen and mm-hmm. they wanted me in the video. <laughs> They wanted me to take my shirt off, but I felt a little uncomfortable because, you know, I'm a dad. I don't want my kids to feel funny. So, I, <laughs> But I appreciate you for, you know, for, for calling me for that. I appreciate you. It set the tone for the whole, like, New York feel, mm-hmm. you know. But Hate I Love, that is my song, and I think it's so appropriate for you. Yes. And <laughs> I know you go through a lot with people, like, trying to hate on your relationship. Yeah. And- you know, having things to say and weigh in. So talk to me about writing this song. And so it was definitely, um, I mean, it was definitely stemming from a, a real place. I don't want to like make it only about like me. I, I want people to know that, I mean, to not let anyone hate on anything, mm-hmm. anyone that they love or like come in between anyone that they love or any anything that they want to do, any dreams. I mean, you could put it for anything. I don't want to just like, but it did stem from a, a real place. The best songs, I think, stem from a real yeah, place. Yeah, I though. mean, because, you know, at the time, it was a lot um, it was a lot transpiring on the internet, like, with, I don't even want to say who, but it was it was things going on. With your ex? No, no, okay. no, 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 not, no, not my ex. Like, um, no more of that. <laughs> no, nah, we done with that. This is a whole new, <laughs> no, whole new story. But, like, it was, you know, people have their conspiracies of my relationship, and <clears throat> it's always been this thing, like, that um, it's it's fake or it's not genuine, which I don't understand how people could say that because I mean they're not in the they're not there with us, you know. So that's a long time to have a. It's fake been relationship no a long too. a long like if it was fake, like you know why would we you know you already would be, have done what you, what it did right. It, Does it bother you that that people are so much in your business? Um, because you want to give them a little bit of your life, right? Because right. You're, you are an artist. People are fans, but people make their own decisions, and that that has to affect you mentally when when you you know moving around. Not as much as it used to. I definitely used to be more bothered. But now this is just, like, to me, this is what comes with the life. Everything that you do, every job that you work, I don't want to call it a job because I love what I do, but you have sacrifices. And if I was working a nine-to-five, I would be sacrificing, Mm -hmm. um, making memories. But I'm out. I'm able to, like, move around the way I want, so I sacrifice some of my privacy. I do try. I used to be really transparent. I was gonna say what changed because you said it doesn't yeah. bother you as much. Yeah, I used to be very transparent, but now I pick and choose what I want to share. I feel like you can still be realistic and transparent without sh- oversharing. And I and I feel like I used to overshare a lot. I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm still working on it because I like people to know. Like, look, I can relate to you. Like, I'm you know we all we all human just because you here and I'm here or whatever like it's no difference you know we the all go through the same too stuff. is what you at first were really known for so yeah. people were used to you sharing I think what helps for you is the success that you've had mm-hmm. because it could have went either way right I feel like the way that you came into the game some people felt like it was not gonna last and yeah definitely it was a one hit single and then maybe yes. nothing would come from that <laughs> but then to see the longevity you've had and the things that you've overcome because I know it hasn't been easy we've seen things where you've been criticized publicly mm, yes but then you've pushed on and you've gotten some huge cosigns yes so sometimes it helps when people say what they say but you're like but it's still yes it's, it's it'd be crazy because like 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 you said some huge cosigns and I'd be like you know what all this smack that this people is talking like I have this person right here who is who has longevity and who's been in this industry to tell me like you know keep pushing and motivate me. None of what anybody else says matters. 
Now, no. you said on your bucket list you wanted to work with Big Sean. Yes. And this is you working with Big Sean. Yes. So how did that happen? So, just like how people would ask me on interviews, you know, who do you want to work with? I would always give a list, and he would always come up. And so, um, I don't know how it happened, but I, I guess I was going through my DMs, and I seen he actually DM me, and he was like, what's up? You know, I'm ready to work. So, I was just like, oh, my God, like, it's finally happening. And I was like, bet. So, you know, I locked him in or whatever, and I was like, when I come to L.A., I'm going to hold you to it. So, I went to L.A., and he literally pulled up the first day I came, like, to the studio, and um, we didn't really, we didn't create anything. We just kind of vibed out, got to know each other. Cause I like to, I like for stuff to happen organically. I don't want to try to like, okay, okay, let's make a song. Like let's, you know, I like to build that relationship first. And you, so it, you know, it's good along mm-hmm. the way. So like we, we did that. And then two days later I texted him and I was like, Hey, I got this song. Would you be on it? And like, I had recorded the same day, but it was like just a reference and he was down for it. So that's how it happened. That's dope. We were talking earlier about Money Long and Mm -hmm. how she was saying that when she did, um, like, back in 2008, Mm -hmm. she was supposed to work with Drake. Mm -hmm. And her boyfriend at the time was, like, jealous, so she did it and stopped corresponding with it. Has there ever been a time in your career where you're like, I would like to work with this person, but whoever I'm with might be jealous, so I Now, before you answer, let me just say this. Drake is a known sniper. (laughs) <laughs> so if Drake is in the studio with my my wife, my girl, he's a sniper. He's gotta, a sniper. I gotta be there too. Yes, yeah, he can only snipe yo. He can only snipe what would let you right. Who would let him snipe? You're right, but he's a he's a born. And Envy's sniper. a very jealous person. I was. That's why your name Envy. Yep. That is not. <laughs> that is not. Ooh, but, bars. But, there we go. But he's a sniper, so you just kind of you guys you know just gotta make sure. But go ahead, continue. Uh, um. Has it that actually never has happened to me because like when my career started, I was with someone who was very supportive of me and still supportive of me and just kind of like step back and let me shine. So, um, no, that hasn't happened. I I don't want to go into before because that's the reason why I wasn't, you know, out here in these streets. But yeah, I never had that issue. But can you imagine not getting a Drake feature because your man and then y'all not even together? Man, like, woo, I'm sorry, I would have did that Drake feature. Right, we would have just had to break up. We would have did that Drake feature. <laughs> I would have, I would have <laughs> told my man like, come, like, come to the studio. It's you not right, gonna, I'm yeah, right, like, I'm dead, babe, we go. yeah, I would have did it because it's like, come on now, like, you're not about to, ch- uh, you know, I'm not about to miss this opportunity because you insecure. Right. That we could be a mess up the vibe though, a jealous boyfriend in the studio. No, while, that is like working. But you know, sometimes men will really feel like. Not even men, but sometimes women. If if one person like is like doing something in the industry or whatever, sometimes that could be like a little bit. I don't know. It, it can challenge them a little bit because yeah. I mean, or you got to be dude, around all these different. If a dude's not living right, he'll automatically feel like, well, if I'm not doing, if I'm doing something on the side, I'm not supposed to be. Maybe she is too. So it makes you feel even more insecure. Yeah, I mean, it's it got to be tough, but I mean, especially if the guy what didn't have really. I don't know if he had something going for himself or not, but you know, it's right. just you know. Now we, and I and honestly speaking of money long, I'm so happy that she finally like has got the flowers she deserved because I was listening to her in middle school when she was Priscilla Renee. Yep, when she's mm-hmm. a um, yes. and she was writing, she writes for other yes. people all the mm-hmm. time. And it's when really I saw, I was it's, like, that's Priscilla, like that's crazy. And really, it's amazing how TikTok has helped <laughs> artists so mm-hmm. much too. Absolutely, just to have that song just go viral the way it did. You've been putting stuff out. You never know. That's what I always tell people. You never know when something's gonna stick. Mm-hmm. It just is your moment is gonna happen. You just gotta wait for it. That's why, you know, I'm just going at my own pace. All right, we got more with Queen Naja. Let's get into her single. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Baby, hey, hey, no, no. Good morning. 
That was Queen Naja featuring Big Sean, Hate Our Love. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Queen Naja is still here. Well, you know, over the weekend, we've been playing that Fabio in, in your joint. Oh, how'd you like it? Record's hard. I like the record. And Coyle Ray. And Coyle yes. Ray. Now, 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 B approved your, your, your vocals. I mean, I was so, like, when he told me that Beyonce had to, uh, when he, he said, yeah, Beyonce said I had a chance. I was like, you sure it was Beyonce or like someone on her <laughs> was team? Beyonce cousin or and, uh, and um, he, I was like, so Beyonce heard my like, she heard my verse, like she heard. You he said, yeah, she she thought it was fire. I was like, oh my god, like I just for some reason I feel like, uh, like a lot of people still don't know me. So to to know that Beyonce just heard my voice, even if she ain't seen my face, I'm just like, yes. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, like, a little fangirl moment because, <laughs> hey, that's Queen B. And you're on Mary J. Blige's Strength of a Woman mm-hmm. uh, show that she's doing in Atlanta. I'm doing that, yes. So, that's dope, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, all this. Yes, this is great for me. Like, I like it makes me just feel even even more just valid, you know? Like, because, like I said, these people have been in the game. So, to see my potential is, like, I'm just happy. I know that I'm going to end up in a good place, right where I belong. Now, let's talk about how everybody was blaming you for everything. Oh, <laughs> yes. Where, that's where, where, on Twitter? Literally, they, like, where it could be. The, where did that, it was funny? I don't know. Y'all, I really <laughs> like, ser- all, in all seriousness, like, on Twitter, on Twitter, Twitter's a whole different world for me. Like, I get lots of love. I get lots of love everywhere. But Twitter, bro, like, they cannot stand me. So, like, they'll, what did you do to them nothing. They'll blame me for something that happened between... <laughs> A whole nother like situation. Like they they blame me because um because Nikki couldn't go live or something before. They was like, it's all your fault. Like, but I feel like it's I a don't joke. Know. No, no, no. It's a trend. It's a trend. And like literally, when I be looking at the quoted tweets, like everybody's laughing. It's like literally, I'm a I'm the joke of Twitter. I'm the jo- like so that's you crazy. The Will Smith. Yes, that's what they said. said. Yeah. They said I told I told Chris <laughs> the joke. I said, what is going on? <laughs> like, at this point, like, I used to be like, oh, my God. What's, like, But I, I laugh at, like, y'all is funny. Really and I just funny. go right along with them. Like, I'm about to make some shirts. I blame Queen Nigel. So if y'all y'all hate me, y'all can, you know what I'm saying, go get you your shirt. You think it's because they hate you or they're just trying to be funny, though? I think I think some people really don't like me. Just a, a small percentage, right? But then it's just that bandwagon thing that everybody likes to jump on mm-hmm. because they want to be seen or feel, feel popular. They want to get likes or follows. It's like a trend to... um. It's a trend to dislike me. And honestly, I think they really do like me, though. That's the crazy mm-hmm. thing. I think they actually like me because you speak about me so much. So mm-hmm. you must like me. And if people were to really know, like, my personality and, like, sit and listen to my music, like, you you don't have a reason to not like me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, so at this point, it's just a trend. Like, I'm a great person. Mm-hmm. I got great vibes. I love everyone, you know. You're like, I ain't do nothing to nobody. I ain't do nothing, but it's it's funny. It's a joke. You know, I've always been made fun of, though, my whole life. So that's just, that's what it is. Well, are you happy now? Because I know at one time you <clears> were <throat> too happy with the industry. There was a lot of things bothering you, but you seem happier now. You seem in a happier place. Yeah, I, I'm in a I'm in a better place. Yeah, I'm still learning, but um, I'm just more involved. I Like, when I first came into the industry, I was like, oh, well, like, kind of just shy, like, not letting, like, not, like letting everyone else, you know, decide everything. But like now I'm more involved. I kind of know what I want more. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I just feel better about everything. What and got you to that place? Was I guess off just of social media. <clears throat> stop going on. No, Twitter? just no. It well, I have had breaks from like Twitter, <laughs> a toxic place. But um, I think it's just time. Everything heals with time, or everything gets better with time, and just learning. You learn with time. So I've learned a lot. I've learned what to say, what not to say. You know what to do in certain situations, how to answer 
questions during interviews. Like, like what, 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 what were you doing when people ask you questions? You could say, I don't know, or no, I'm not. Answering. I mean, I just, I just, I don't know how to really explain it. I just got a good way of spinning a question. <laughs> you know, you got so, some media training. I mean, not even that. I literally, to be honest with y'all, I haven't had media training, but one time, like early in my career, and a lot of times when I'm doing interviews, people are like, oh, she needs to. Uh, it's like 50-50. Some people say I need media training bad, and some people say they just love how I'm just talking to right, y'all. Like, yeah. But that's that's what I think. It, I mean, well, I, I do. I think we don't like artists who are Yeah, don't nobody want to be like, yeah. And so, you know, like, I say like and um a lot. I'm trying to work on that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm just being real with y'all. Like, I'm just talking like how I talk to my friends. So I saw that you and Babyface were in the studio together. So yes. what's going on? Um, he He reached out to my manager and said that he wanted me on one of his projects he's working on. You know how dope that is? That's yes. Well, I was like, face. I was like, what? Did you know who Babyface was? Yes. Because I gave her a Walkman outside. She had no idea what a Walkman no, was. No, I know who Babyface is. He's a he's a legend in the game. And like like I said, it just made me feel okay. like, okay, you know, I'm going I'm to be here for a minute because they see something in me that they would reach out. So I always feel honored. I'm always like just... You know, I'm moving in silence, but I'm humble, but I know that I'm I'm gonna work my way through here, you know, and up. So I feel like it's a good time too. Like I like this whole uh school that you're in right now of artists, like Ari mm-hmm. Lennox and you guys working together. Yes. I think that's dope. Like I like seeing the two of y'all set them up. Mm-hmm. Um one of the songs that y'all did. Has that ever happened in real life? Have you ever caught somebody Cheating and you and the other girl kind of no, together. actually never. That song, the whole song was cap. We um, <laughs> <laughs> whole song was cap. But you want to know how that actually happened? Me and Ari was supposed to do a whole different song. Mm-hmm. We were working on like she came to the studio, was in L.A. for my um, for my session or whatever, and we didn't know what to do. Whatever. Ari's more like I'm more reserved. I I try to do things like in like a tasteful way, or I try not to be too freaky. Ari's a freaky girl, so she gon' <laughs> she gonna say what she want on a record. So we were trying to find a medium to meet, but we were just playing around. Somebody put a beat on, and we were just playing around on that, and we never finished it for like a long time. But since I had put it out, Shade Room had posted it, like it was a little clip, mm-hmm. and so people was like, "Oh yeah, we need that." And then for my deluxe, I was like, "Let's just finish that song." We had to have somebody write it though, cause <laughs> it's like I didn't I didn't know what else to say, you know. That's, that's something that that I never experienced. So I right. didn't know how to really. Not even when that. you were younger. I felt like at some point, because I've had that experience, like coming up in high school, where some girls like. Oh, oh when I was younger. Get, yeah. I had a high school moment like that, but like nothing. Like you know, it was it was it was this football player guy, and he was talking to me and this girl at the same time, and like we just kind of were talking to each other and not really like set him up though in a bad way. It was, it's really I mean, that's irrelevant. Not a good way he was talking to both of y'all. He was talking to both of us, but it was so funny because like uh, his friends would like watch out, be on the lookout, and he seen me and her like talking. Um, <laughs> he was on the bus and the bus was leaving and he was like taking a picture with the phone. I guess he was sending it to him like, look, they talking. So he had found out or whatever. But mm-hmm. like that's, I don't know how guys think they won't get caught like that. Yeah, they be doing stupid stuff, man. Guys funny. always get caught. That's that's a crazy thing. Y'all do not know how to um nope. cheat. All right, we got more with Queen Naja. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Queen Naja. Now you, you talk about writing music. So do you write a majority of your own music? Majority. So <clears throat> I have um started working with one writer that I love. Shout out to London J. Um, he just brings that rawness out of me. Like I'm a really sweet kind of. R&B like Grand girl, Hustle, right? London J. Um, 
London J. No, no, probably not. Oh, no. I was like, but um, I've been. It is. Yeah. Oh, it is. I don't work with him. So basically, okay. what happens with the writing process? No one ever writes a full song for me without me touching it or doing anything to it. Mm. Like, for example, somebody could give me a whole song, and I'd be like, uh, this verse is not me, but I do like the pre-hook. So I'll change the whole verse up the way I would keep the pre-hook because it sounds catchy, mm -hmm. and like you know, make some changes to the um the uh, the hook. That's how it usually goes. So I'm I'm always involved in writing mm -hmm. in some way. Um, there's only one song that I've accepted that was fully written because I feel like it was written for me, mm -hmm. and it's called pa <clears throat> sorry passionate. It's on my deluxe album. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much how it goes. Are you writing for other people? No, I was gonna ask that too. Um, I have songs that I've. I was just talking about this. It's crazy. I have songs that I've written for myself that I just realized I'm never going to sing. And they're good, though. I don't want to waste them. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to see about selling them or giving them yeah, away. Yeah, that makes perfect <clears throat> sense. It's songs I'd be like, nah, this ain't for me. This for Danny Lay. Or this for like, mm -hmm. you know, like this. I'll be thinking of other album. artists. Danny Lay got an album about to come out. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Mm -hmm. I am. Do you have any <laughs> friends in the industry, artist friends that you speak to a lot to get advice from or that you kick ideas off of? Um... Um, I wouldn't say like a lot, like every day, but like, you know, from time to time, Ella May, um, mm -hmm. she's really cool. She always gives me like advice on, you know, just industry stuff. Mm -hmm. Pretty much everyone else that I've spoken to is just like a, a one time thing. But, you know, we keep it. We Let's keep say you had to put together like a super group, you and two other women. Who would you pick? Me and two other women? Mm -hmm. um, shoot, that that's like a good question. You that you have to make like me think. compliment what you do and that you like their vibe and you could see the three of y'all. Me, if it, I have to include myself? Yeah, it's yep. you and two uh, other people. Um, <laughs> me, SZA. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was thinking about that. And Kehlani. All okay. right, that's a nice super group. Why those two? I don't know. I feel like they both <clears throat> have a... So I'm like, like I said, I'm like the, the R&B girl that try to be doing like the churchy runs and stuff like that. <laughs> and Kehlani has this raspiness to her voice. It's like real, like raw. And SZA has this rawness too, but it's like more like a cursive kind of. Like I Hate You is a beautiful yeah, song. Yeah, I love that song. Mm -hmm. I love that song. Um, But yeah, I think it would, you know, I think it would blend well together. And since we're talking about, you know, you got Big Sean, he was on your bucket list, you put it out there, people that you want to work with, who else would you say, okay, I'm knocking these off my bucket list, who else? Um, Cardi B. Body. I've already already spoken to her, so we trying to... Crazy thing is, I, I've spoken to her, like, way before, and I was like, can we do something? She was like, send me something. It was like, maybe back in the pandemic, when it was crazy, and she was like, send me it. And I didn't have nothing to send her. I was just trying to. Say, I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah, like, I wasted my money. I could have had. I could have <laughs> got it done. Right but I, ready. but I messaged her. I'm like, listen, look. I know I did, wasn't ready before, but I got something now. So we're gonna work on that. Um, Cardi cool though. Cardi the type. She, yeah, she, love, she love her. Um, I'm gonna say this because I, I usually, to be honest with y'all, I don't try to say big artists because it. It was a point where I feel like I'm too small or I can't reach them. But you never know what happens. So I would love to do a song with Drake one day. Okay. Um, I've actually. <laughs> I've actually DM him. Yeah, I DM him. I don't know if he's gonna see it. I was on Million Dollars Worth of Game mm -hmm. and Gilly slid me his phone. He was like, uh, like say something to him. I'm like, no, like I was too shy. And then I finally got the courage to just DM him. So it's he didn't read it, but you know, maybe one day it'll come to pass. So really he didn't read Gilly's message. Huh? Oh, I mean no no no. I, I from my page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> from my page. I and I, I, I gotta stop doing that. A lot of times I just be scared, but if closed mouths don't get fed, so that's true. You if absolutely it don't, right. Yeah, if it don't happen now, it'll probably happen down the line. So, you know. Sometimes we feel like in this business, because I know I'm not an aggressive <clears throat> person when it goes as far as me trying to like approach people to do things. Yeah, I'm the worst too. 
Yeah, and so, yeah. but but the people that are willing to do that are the ones that end up getting more. The yeah. ones that really don't hesitate yeah. to ask and put and themselves And if it's no, it's there. just no. You got, you know what I'm saying? It's, you you got to try. But also, you got to use the people in your corner, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, Chris Green said, yo, Chris, call this person. Like, this person, yeah. call this person. Like, you put it on, I don't be thinking about doing that, either. I be I trying to. all the time. I yeah. know, but I just be trying to make it so Envy. organic, Envy's, you know? Envy is one of your video vixens. He knows a lot of these people. All right, I'm going to call him. you. I'm going to hold you to it. Video vixens. Uh, and do you have a date or a timeline for the album? Um, not yet. Nope. But I do know that I'm strategically trying to get my features out the way first because those always take the longest. Mm-hmm. And me doing my own songs like is super easy. And you know. Mm-hmm. And then really about I don't know. I just want to drop before the fourth quarter. I'm hoping, but if not, don't hold me to it. If not, I'm still gonna be putting out music because I'm not. Just, I'm not gonna go just you know MIA. But because I have to stay in people's faces, like. I'm going to drop stuff. Well, thank you so much, Queen Naja, for joining us. Next up, we got the Rumor Report, and we'll be talking about T.I. and his performance at the Barclays. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, over the weekend, it was April Fool's Comedy Jam at the Barclays in Brooklyn. DJ Envy was DJing. Mm-hmm. And one person who was on stage, and we did have Rip Michaels here discussing this, T.I. was part of the lineup. You know, he's been doing his stand-up comedy thing and didn't go so well at the Barclays. Here's what happened. Fight back. <laughs> I tell you what you Fight do. back. Envy, I know I got an that's what that's what happens when you're a seasoned veteran on that stage when you're a seasoned performer you know what to do when you're drowning. I will say this. He, uh, when he came out, the, the crowd was super-duper excited to see him. Uh, they did start booing him. and You know, not like the low boos, the boo-boos. And boo-boos. The boo-boos. Nah, because, you know, some people are like, how, you know, how was the boos? No, no, they booed. It I was saw it. And uh, he stood He stood his ground. He stood there his whole 15-minute set. He did not wave, waver. He did his full set. <laughs> and then uh, right at the end, you know, he, he turned around, envy, play something. I got an advantage. He played it, and then he... He kind of went out. at the crowd, and the crowds, you know, they went from booing, and then they all stood up, and then kind of him was standing ovation. It was. You thank them for booing him. You can't get it upset. It was the craziest thing, but he he stood his ground. And you know what? Those larger venues like that, those are really really difficult to perform in because you can't make for that who for a lot of people. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is out there like for who for new comedians. Chris Rock is like for who? No, for yeah, new. I mean, he's <laughs> Andrew Schultz is like for who? No, I've he's seen. Brand, he's brand new at this, and you can't tell me it's not well, hard to do that. Yeah, say that. Say brand new artists. But, but I've also yeah, but seen it is seasoned to do comedians get booed. Ones. I've seen seasoned comedians get booed and walk off that stage depending on the crowd. And that Brooklyn Barclay crowd is not that crowd to play with. But I, I've seen it before. Season vets, they get up there and they start hearing the ooh, and they be like, all right, thank y'all so much. All right, rip. And then, hey, you know, I see that all the time. Yeah, smaller audiences tend to be more intimate. You can really like make more of a connection. And, and you're not going to boo somebody when mm-hmm. they can see you. Hey, yeah. if you know anything about me, then you know I love a good bombing. Okay, <laughs> if you see me at a comedy show laughing hard, it's because a person is either really funny or really bombing. 
And if you're able to finish your set, it's not a terrible bombing because a terrible bombing is when the booze don't stop and you have no choice but to exit stage left. There was, <laughs> there was one over the weekend, uh, a white gentleman that's on Wildin' Out. And I don't think he planned this out right. Because when he got out there. At the ball club? <laughs> yes, man, bro. Booed him to death. Tough sto- crowd. He stopped his setter. He That's stayed, what I'm saying. He got out of Dodge. Because when they don't want you on stage, you will not be on stage. They will keep booing. Well, here's T.I. explaining the booze. What joke started the booze? What joke was Okay, it? i tell you what it was. I know. A part of my set was, <laughs> if anybody hear a word they don't understand, raise your hand and i give you the definition. The word was anonymity. Conversation was fame sucks. Enjoy your anonymity as long as you can. Someone raised their hand. Anonymity is the act of remaining anonymous. As soon as I gave the definition, boom. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the one though. I think it was the one when he was talking about uh nail, nailing his son's mom, which is his wife. I mean his son don't have that's a, a the good, one I think a good uh relationship because he was nailing his son's mom. That's the one I think made Brooklyn. It was a, it was a little that's before what that. brought on the Brooklyn book. It was before he it was had, a little before there, that. You know, it was a little before <laughs> the that. But progress. That, but when he did that part, it just it, That's it, when people it, got downhill. sick. They were disgusted. All right, now here's what T.I. had to say about performing in New York City on that stage at the Barclays. I'm here for that. You here for all that smoke, the New York smoke. I'm here for that. My only question to you, if you get booed and have a standing ovation, do they cancel each other out? Well, we have, somebody have to show the standing ovation. The only thing online right now is- I mean, hey, bro, everybody, it was a sold out crowd. Therefore, we'll have an opportunity to, you know, I'm sure to come out eventually, you know, Bad news sell way faster than the good news, so I'm sure. T.I. held it down, and then after, we, as soon as he walked off, we did a, a whole T.I. mix, and the crowd went crazy. But you got to be careful about the standing ovation after the boo, because they could be standing ovation because they're happy that you're leaving the stage. Well, Nelly wrote in the comments. That's true. That's a fact. <laughs> but that wasn't it, though. Nelly wrote in the comments on the Shade Room, tell me what comedian hasn't got booed, a part of earning your stripes, that's a part of entertainment, period. And then Tank also said, those kinds of crowds want to hear you do what they know you for. He has to build a set that involves his music and comedy. He'll be fine, speaking from experience. Yeah. Because, you know, Tank's been doing stand-up as well. And that's the only difference, right? Somebody like T.I., that's a big stage, right? So being mm-hmm. that that's a big stage, people don't get that opportunity so early. So Correct. those those mistakes, those boos, you really don't get to see it. That usually happens in a small comedy club somewhere. Correct. And you know? T.I. wasn't opening. He wasn't like the first two, three, four acts. He was damn near, he was, I think, second to closing or third to closing. So he was, he wasn't like an opening act. I enjoy it. I enjoy a good bombing. All right, now Wiz Khalifa and Gilly the Kid have been having a back and forth. And it all started with Gilly saying that he was unfollowing Wiz Khalifa after Wiz has been posting these videos where he's been working out in his shorts. Wiz Khalifa, man, I love you, brother. You know what I mean? I'm still riding around, you know, banging black and yellow. And when I see you again, you a legend, man. It's Pennsylvania, baby. Philly to Pittsburgh, but I had to unfollow on the date, man. Anytime I come on my page, man, you in your draws, man. Every day, man, I can't do eight <laughs> in the corner. I love you, though, man. You know, you're my brother for life, man. When Wiz stopped being in his draws, can y'all DM me and let me know so I can go back and follow my brother? But until then, see ya. Well, Wiz wasn't laughing. <laughs> I and, thought it was jokes. And here's what Wiz had to say. Oh, I'm going to address this one time. Same who be telling me to put clothes on in the gym or unfollowing me because I make them uncomfortable. Y'all the same who laughed at people when they read in high school <laughs> or said that you sound stupid because you sound smart. Oh. Y'all are negative. 
And you know what I do with negativity. See ya. Now, I, I think you need to allow people to grow because I never laughed. I never called anybody whatever the, the smart dumb thing. I never did that. You did laugh at people when they read. That seems like Absolutely. you. Absolutely. It seems like Gilly too. It seems like both of y'all would and laugh at people yes, when, we did. when they read and couldn't get the right word Especially out. Especially our friends. Our, our friends, friends were the ones we laughed at the most. Gilly posted, you tell the yes. Emmer, put some shorts on. He tells IG, you're bullying him and get your page deactivated. I was playing. Then he said, these rappers so vagina. And then Wiz responded, I didn't get that child's Instagram deleted. I even offered to help him get his page back and he declined. See ya. And here's what Gilly had to say. I appreciate all the support, man. You know, I talked to that super soft, extra sensitive, swab, cotton ass. <laughs> he said, you hurt my feelings. He said, people was laughing at me, Gilly. I don't like to be laughed at. He said, I felt like you was bringing down another black man. I was like, because I told you to put some drawers on. I mean, because I told you to put some shorts over top of your drawers. I'm bringing down another black man. Yeah, so extra super soft, cottony swab. It's all good. You can't own a real back, though, man. I'm the streets, man. 30 something million followers and 400 comments they don't matter no more plus our money already in the bank i can't believe this turned into this it seems weird it started um, off i felt I mean, like you, as you a can't joke say that. i mean that's why it's just better to mind your business because it's all jokes until the other person doesn't want it to be and you really don't know how people are going to react to anything anymore so it's better yeah. just to mind your business this just turned left he uh, probably thought it was you know just being funny and then who knows that's why sometimes you just got to keep jokes to your friends and family man you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you can't even just make jokes on people randomly anymore. You just All right. can't. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. You could get somebody taken down for that, like that type of. It's technically bullying. bullying. Is it? Yes, it is bullying. What, you say one more thing against me on this on this social media. Say something. About I don't my... say nothing to you on social media. I say it to you on the radio. The hell are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. if you ever if you ever say something on him, I'm getting you. Your face ticking down. I'll hit Adam right now and tell him to take your page down just because. <laughs> I, he wouldn't even check why. <laughs> All right. Okay. Shout out to Adam, uh, the head of No, 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 no. Don't salute Shout to Adam. Shout out to my guy, now. head of oh, That's your guy now? Head. Okay. Yeah, why not? Yeah. DM him right now. Okay. <laughs> who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, four after the hour, a woman from Florida who was identified as Miss Bristol needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. And I think that she's going to open up quite the discussion. Okay, that some of you ladies are just going to have to be honest about this morning. Let's do it. All right? All right. We'll talk about it for after the hour. Donkey, the day is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen. So I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him do <sighs> Well, donkey of the day for Monday, April 11th goes to a woman in Florida who was only identified as Miss Bristol. Who is Miss Bristol? Well, she is a woman who was clearly trying to get out of jury duty. Now, none of us like jury duty. Raise your hand in here if you like jury duty. I've never been. Okay. 
you know, you know, I, I guess we should like jury duty in a way, especially if you get put on like a big case. I personally have never been called for a big case, but if I was, I would definitely love to participate. But sadly, I don't ever get to participate in big cases. Okay, when it comes to jury duty, and I don't get to participate in jury duty. Period, because I got felonies. All right, so when they ask that question, I can't wait to shoot my hand up and let them know the things that I've been convicted of, but my reasoning for getting out of jury duty is real and valid. And I guess Miss Bristol has a valid reason too, but also remember, like I said, Miss Bristol is from Florida. And what does young Charlotte always say about Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. So her reasoning for missing jury duty might sound nuts to the rest of us, but it might make perfect sense to her in the rest of the great state of Florida. Let's go to NBC 10 for the report to hear why Ms. Bristol could not participate in jury duty. A judge is looking for jurors to serve on a jury for up to six months in the penalty phase of the Parkland shooter trial. This woman says that would put her in a unique financial bind. It's all day for six months. And that was my hardship. I need my sugar daddy money. That woman is Mrs. <laughs> Bristol. Her voice went viral when she told a judge last week she can't serve on a jury panel. I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. But well, what? I'm married and I have my, my, my sugar daddy. Okay. I see him every day. The judge looks stunned, but Bristol says she wasn't trying to weasel her way out of jury duty. Instead, she claims it would mean losing out on as much as $8,000 a month. If I do this case for six months, I have a hardship. That means my sugar daddy can't support me. So tell me what would happen if you didn't get this money from your sugar daddy. I might lose my house. I mean, listen, she's got a point. She says she's married and she has a sugar daddy. Yes, but she's got a point. How old is the sugar daddy? Okay, six months depending on his age, he might be in the end game now. Okay, I respect the honesty, but Miss Bristol, how the hell you get to see your sugar daddy every day? I got so many questions. You said you married and you got a sugar daddy. I didn't know sugar daddies were for every day. That's why they called sugar daddies sugar not supposed to be a regular part of your diet every day okay you don't have a sugar daddy you got a full-blown other relationship going on all right your relationship status should be complicated on facebook and i know you on facebook i can tell by the way your voice sounds that you on facebook all right now i respect her reasoning all right she said the whole entire month of july she's booked all right i read that July 2nd is her B-Day. She's a cancer like me. July 4th is her son's B-Day. He's a cancer like me. And the 18th is her other son's B-Day. He's also a can cancer like me. Drop on the clues bombs for all the cancers out there. Okay? A house full of cancers. Lord have mercy. The tears must roll in that house on any given Thursday. No wonder she got to have a sugar daddy that she got to go see every day. She got to get out that house. Okay? And she says she needs to figure something out because I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. Needless to say... Uh, she was dismissed from jury duty, okay? But the way she just said this in court on the news, like it was nothing. Does her husband know about this? Also, why couldn't she just say her husband needs her? Make up an illness or something. Why was the sugar daddy the go-to? I know none of this makes sense. None of this is logical, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be logical. You know why? Because it's Florida, Okay. Please give Miss Bristol the biggest hee-haw. I don't like that one. That lady sat there and told the truth. 
Yeah, what's I wrong? need my sugar daddy money. She told the truth. When you give a donkey of the day. Uh, and the truth can be stupid. The donkey of the day is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. She did okay. get out of jury duty, though, right? She did. Yeah, she, she got out of jury duty. She still yeah. got her sugar daddy. And, guess and what? she still got her mortgage and she, and she might end up in divorce court, okay? Because now you got to... It sounds like he's taking care of both of them. Now you got to explain this sugar daddy to your husband. She said the sugar daddy's paying their mortgage. Her mortgage, Okay. So you think the husband knows about the sugar daddy? Yes. Maybe. Possibly. Might be. It's Florida. $8,000 a month, I'm sure he knows. It's possible. Where does he think the money's coming from? I don't think he cares. It's Florida. might be okay with it. She might think it's the son selling drugs. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Listen, man. Let's open open up a question, though, for the audience. Yeah, let's let's open up the phone lines. I would like to know. 800-585-1051. Because we hear about these things, right? But it's like, I thought it was only in movies. Ladies, do you have a sugar daddy? I didn't know sugar daddies actually exist in real life. Maybe you're married and you have a sugar daddy? Is that your relationship? And don't think sugar daddy is mad old either, okay? Some of you 40-somethings out here dating them 20-year-old gals. Y'all sugar daddies and don't know it. Y'all sugar daddies. Okay? 800. You old to them. 585-1051. Do you have a sugar daddy? Does he buy you Michael Kors, Tory Burke, and pay your mortgage? Tory Birch, by the way. Tory Birch. Why, why are you eating your, your why are you eating that like that? But that's how the sugar daddy's looking this morning. <laughs> yes, eating their hard boiled eggs. Oh, Can't believe goodness. the nerve of these women. 800 585 1051. If you got a sugar daddy, call us now. Let's discuss. Let's talk about it. It's the breakfast clip. Yo, what's that sugar daddy looking at you, uh, waiting for you to come over. Oh, my goodness. It's the you breakfast club. No, I'm not coming to see you. It's the breakfast club. I need my eggs hard boiled now. It's the breakfast club. Good morning. <laughs> Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about sugar daddies. Now, this came from Charlamagne's donkey of the day. Yes, there was a woman uh, named Miss Bristol in Florida who was trying to get out of jury duty. And she admitted to the judge that she has a husband, three sons, and a sugar daddy. Correct. And she sees her sugar daddy every day, and therefore she cannot do jury duty because she's going to be missing out on that money that her sugar daddy provides. Now, I usually uh, agree with you, but today I don't. I feel like this woman, uh, she told the truth. She got out of uh, jury duty what she needed, and she still gets her sugar daddy's money. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of reasons for her to be donkey in this situation. Number one, she's married with a sugar daddy. We don't know if the husband knew about that before this uh, this situation um, in court. Also, um, why do you need to see your sugar daddy every day? He's a sugar daddy. Well, we don't know what their arrangement is. A lot of times with sugar daddies, though, women are just there to keep an older man company, and they don't have to have any type of sex or anything. And they it's like being a caretaker. I've never heard the married person with a sugar daddy, though. It's always like a young girl who, you know, this, and by the way, this is not a, Miss Bristol is not a young woman. All right. No, okay. No, she's not. So if, if she's this old, how, how old is her sugar daddy? Honey. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Amber. Amber, good morning. He's Amber. Good morning. Good morning. Unfortunately, good morning. Good morning. You got a sugar daddy? I had one, and it was like a nightmare. How what old happened? was he? Basically, um, I was dealing with this guy, 
And long story short, we had a kid together. Everything was good in the beginning. He was helping me financially. Things didn't work out after the baby. And he came to New York and kidnapped my child. Well, first oh of all, gosh. first of all, first of all, that, that was wasn't a sugar daddy. Yeah, that was a baby boyfriend. daddy. Yeah, that was baby daddy. Okay. That, was, that, wasn't a, that wasn't a boyfriend because at the end of the day, we had like a, a understanding. How old was and he, I first of all? How old was he? I'm 32. How, how, old, was how old was he? 36, 37. That's no. Oh no, God, no, girl, no, you no, did no, not no, have no, a sugar daddy. No, sugar daddy's got to be elderly. Ben Gates smelling. Okay. <laughs> Goodness gracious. No, they do. We Hello. know this. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Shelby. Shelby, you got a sugar daddy? I do. I do. First of all, how old are you, Shelby? I'm 27. How old and is he? I've had one. He's 62. Now, now we that, talk. Now we talking sugar daddy. Now, when did you get I've this sugar daddy? I've had a sugar daddy since 17 years old. Goodness gracious. And what does he do for you? Yeah. I mean, he do everything. He helped me pay my bills. He helped me with my kids. Like, I've had a kid since I've been with him, you know, and he's more of a family member now than, you know, a sugar daddy when I first met him. But, but you got to yeah. have sex with him? Yes, because, you know, they say you nah, have to. No. So what do you got to do something? Because it don't, it don't really work. So I just. Right. <laughs> it don't really work. You, a lot of times it's like being a caretaker. You just kind of like keep somebody company. So what do you do for him? It is. I mean, I'm there. I'm well, no, that's true. Conversation. So I mean, like, you never had food. sex with him, not oral, nothing? No, not, no. Well, that is the definition of a sugar daddy. It's either company or sexual favor. So she's he's providing company. Dude. He's a good dude. Like, I love him. You think you in his will? Yeah, I am. Go. I already signed the papers for the life insurance. Like, I'm in there. Like, okay, yeah. you in there. Now, if you have a, a man, does he know about this situ- your arrangement? Um, we don't really talk about it. But he, he knows, but y'all just don't discuss. Right. All right. I can't see no man. It's, it's, it's very hard for another man to believe you're not doing nothing with the old guy. If you can't I even mean, get something. it up. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Miranda. Hey, Miranda. You got a sugar daddy? Yeah. How old is your sugar daddy and how old are you? Um, he is 44 and I am 21. Okay, that's sugar daddy. All okay. you all you 44-year-olds out here dating these young girls thinking you're doing something, you're just an old sugar daddy, bro. Now, now what I'm does he do for you? you? How, does he give you money? What does he do? Pay your bills? Tell us. He pays everything. We have a condo that he pays for. We have two vehicles that he pays for, credit cards, going out to eat, vacations, everything and what, do you, and what do you got to do? Provide sexual favors. He's only 44. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, so you give him some? Yeah. How, how often? A couple of times a week. Now, do you have another boyfriend is the more important thing. Do you have somebody more your age? No, I actually left my, well, was boyfriend for this guy, which was his stepdad. Whoa. Now the plot thickens. Yes. So, so, you, so you kind of like him, though, right? Like, is this somebody you could be in a relationship with, not just a sugar daddy situation? Yeah, it could be. So, so damn, so technically you your ex-boyfriend's stepmama now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kinda. So you knocked off the stepson and the dad. Yes, and his and the dad has a son that's my age. Okay. Who's better in bed? Goodness gracious. You know the dad, of course. Okay, you know. OG, OG. How does how does your ex-boyfriend Let's feel go, about this? How does your ex-boyfriend feel about this? Um, we haven't spoke. I actually fought his mom. Who wait, won? Wait, wait, wait. You fought the mom? You just the mom ran through is this married family. To I like this. Stepdad. <laughs> yes. We yes. asking the wrong questions. What's the relationship between the son and the stepdad? I want to know who won the fight, though. I mean, the son and his daddy. What's that relationship like? 
with his stepson, not so good. They don't speak no more. But with his son, it's 50-50. And which one is the ex of yours? The stepson is the ex of the son? The stepson. The stepson. Okay, the stepson. I guess that don't really count. He ain't really do nothing so wrong. So now did the blood. stepfather leave the mom? Are they divorced? They're literally, their last court date is sometime within the month. Damn, you broke the you family up. Sheesh, did you? Okay. People not talking to yeah. each other. Well, what's the, what's the biggest thing? You, what kind of car do you drive? I drive a Chrysler 300. Let's go. You're in Florida. That's a Rolls Royce. You're in Florida? <laughs> no. Where you at? Michigan. Oh, that's Michigan. a Rolls Royce in Michigan. Goodness gracious. All right, my That's definitely a Rolls Royce in Michigan. Just quick question. What's, yes. what's your background? Ethnic. Oh, I'm white. I knew it! I knew it! Oh, sorry. You act like that was a surprise. I, I, I was. You act like, you act like there was any you, debate. You knew what it was? Yes. Oh, you, you knew what it was? She's, I mean, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, all right. Well, well keep yeah. doing your thing, sugar baby. <laughs> you out here living, girl. You know what I'm saying? What year Chrysler you got? Don't say thank you. What year Chrysler you got? Oh, it's 2020. Oh man, you out here. Yeah, you out here. You out here. You, you out, out here. here. I'm like, you have a good morning, sugar you baby. You out here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a mess. The stepson. The I ain't hear no mess. Well. Her life Fourth is fine. This is wow. <laughs> she might have messed the family up, like family life up, but her life is fine. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I beat the mama up. I, I used to date the stepson. Now I'm with the stepdaddy. And I got a Chrysler 300. <laughs> what you got? You out here with your sugar daddy. All you got was worms. Don't hate on her. Okay? She got a Chrysler 300 in these streets. And a condo. And a condo. 800-585-1051. <laughs> Do you have a sugar mama? Call us up now. Sugar, sugar daddy, mama. man. Sugar daddy. Sugar Eddie. mama's on the proud family. Eddie got, <laughs> it's the sugar Eddie, daddy. you got a sugar mama? <laughs> nah, it's sugar daddy. It's the brown. I know it now. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're asking, do you have a sugar mama? That is the question, Charlamagne. No, it's not. Do you have a sugar daddy? Oh, I say, I sugar mama's sugar on the Proud family, man. Right, you're right. Salute to the Proud family. The, new, episode, the new episodes on Disney Plus are phenomenal. Now, this question came from where? Oh, donkey of the day. Uh, a young woman named Miss... Well, she's not young. Uh, Miss Bristol. I can tell she's not young by her wig. But Miss Bristol oh, uh, was trying to get out of jury duty. And being that she was trying to get out of jury duty, she told the judge that she had a sugar daddy. Play some of it. Okay, let's play. It's all day for six months. And that was my hardship. I need my sugar daddy money. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you have a sugar daddy? Hello, who's this? What's up? It's Jamie from Fort Myers. What's what up, Jamie? What's you got, going on? You got a sugar daddy? No, no, no. I don't got a sugar daddy. My lady's got a sugar daddy. What? What? Is she, is she there? Yeah, she's here. Can we, we talk, though. All right, what the so, hell is going on in Florida? So, so tell us about the sugar daddy, bro. How old is the sugar daddy? Check it out. He's like, uh, uh, he's like 60, 66 years old. How old is your old lady? She's, uh, she's 23. Okay. okay. And what so, does she have to do to him? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. He's just an older fella. And uh, she just wants somebody to talk to, hang right. out, and a pretty girl, and a pretty girl to look at. How much does he give her? Uh, the first time uh, they met at, at, a, at, a, at a bar, that's literally right around the corner from my house. Uh, as soon as she walked in, I was already in there, sitting across the bar, obviously. But he cashed after fifteen hundred dollars. 
Yeah, see? And then, and then the second time... And then Ed dropped you a picture of his old genitals. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. How you know, yeah, every time, how you know for so, sure she ain't doing nothing? Nothing, oh, nothing straight for no change. Time. I'm there every time. What if what if what if it's you the one that he really like to look at? He's going to have to cash out me $1,300 $13,000 for that. Well, well, what would you do for that $13,000, sir? What's that? What would you do for the 13000 Okay, check it, check it, check it. All right, let's what be if honest. he said, what if he said, I just want you to play footsie with me, but no. I don't want to use my foot. I want you no. to take your foot and rub it no. on my crotch. And he said, I'll give you a hundred grand. Think, no, can, Jamie, think about this. Old man he say he gonna put. He just wants you to put, put his foot on his crotch. Uh, you for a hundred grand. Is that, <laughs> is that your woman nah. in the background laughing? Yeah, she's back here laughing. Can we talk to her for a second? They want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hey, so tell me about this sugar daddy of yours. You got your uh, man is cool with all of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets it helps you the bills paid for sure. Okay, and he's there with you while you're with the sugar daddy. Yeah. Yeah, he knows that, like, you know, and nothing's going to come from, you know, he knows, he knows what a pretty girl is there for, not to be interested in him. I'm, I'm realizing this is a Florida thing. All them old people that go to Florida to retire, Ooh. this is how they want to spend out their last days. Now, now, and if, most of them, it, it's actually season about the end because most of them are about to head back to Michigan and all up north. They only come for, like... From winter. October to April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to change the name. I don't think we should call them sugar daddies no more. You should, that's just like granddad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, that's just like, you got to start saying that to people. Don't say that's your sugar daddy. Like, oh, that's just like, he like my granddaddy. <laughs> Unless you're doing sexual favor. If you're doing sexual favors with him, then it's a sugar yeah, daddy. If it's just company, that's just another granddaddy. So, Charlemagne, if, if, if an old man offers your, offers your, offers your old lady a couple thousand dollars just to go have a drink, just to go have a drink, you wouldn't do it? No. Yeah, I need that. But I'm acting my wage. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm acting money. my wage. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, y'all, 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 you might need the extra income. Yeah. yeah this is That's way more common than people think. You said I'm like, hungry. All right. That's right. I'm not judging you. you I'm not. Eat. All right. They got a whole website, sugardaddy.com. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole website. Cool, you go, you I, go respect, I respect the fact you that you're not leading with your ego in this situation, my brother. <laughs> I do. You're doing a great service. Some of these older men are are lonely. Thank they you, just sir. want some companionship. And they're not they thinking about they They're not thinking about sex. Yeah, yeah, it's all fun and games. Or they might be thinking about it's it. It's all fun and games. So that blue chew kicking. <laughs> or that damn Viagra. Or that pink horsepower. That's right. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. It's all company until them, them, them performance enhancing There's drugs actually younger kicking. guys who are okay with doing that too. Just giving you money. Just not even, you know, wanting to have sex. If a younger guy gives you money, I'm sure he's going to want some sex. There's guys that are have those uh, dominatrix relationships with women where they don't have sex with you. That's part of their relationship, and they pay you to torture them. Yeah, but it's still sexual favors, go. though. Sexual favors don't always mean like you're actually having sex. There's other ways to be sexual. So if you're getting tied up and getting spanked on your ass, <laughs> it's still sexual. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is go to sugardaddy.com. I'm on it right now. Well, really? I'm looking at it. I'm just, I'm just, looking for I just want to see what's happening. And the crazy mm-hmm. part is it says popular sugar daddies, but the ages are like 48. Yeah, it's like not the, an old, necessarily 53. 70s. No, that is old. I mean, compared to a 23-year-old. But 53? What you see on there you like? I'm not. I'm just looking. I want to see what it look like. I keep hearing people mention the site. They got an app and everything. Top 10 reasons why you should be sugar dating on sugardaddy.com. They call it sugar dating. Wow. 
Yeah, go check it out. It's interesting. All right, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and since we're talking money, let's discuss who just got a ring that's worth between $5 million and $10 million. Yo, I'm on the Sugar Daddy app, right? One guy, I'm rather unique. He goes, I, I got a few extra pounds, though, and I like to be seduced. <laughs> <laughs> you are, If you're 53 and you're on here dating a 23-year-old, you a sugar daddy. Then he goes, he goes, what am I looking for? Someone to help me release every now and then. He, he being honest. <laughs> you're right. They say that's the number one reason to have a sugar daddy. Sugar daddy is a place where you can be completely honest about who you are and what you want, and that honesty can get a sugar daddy and sugar baby completely free, which is why the relationships on sugar daddy often blossom into loving long-term relationships that grow deeper and more loving over time. That is a lie. If you're 23 years old and you're dating a 53 years old, you're not going to have a loving long-term relationship. You got about 25 more years left with this man if you're lucky. Okay? All right. Well, rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. He's it. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are engaged again nearly 20 years later. So congratulations to both of them. They first got engaged in late 2002. They called things off in 2004 before they got married. But since they've reunited almost a year ago, they have been pretty much inseparable. And according to these reports, they're saying that he got her a green diamond engagement ring. The value of that ring, according to Diamond Pro CEO, is well over $5 million and could even be worth more than $10 million for this ultra-rare natural green diamond ring. So there you have it. I've never heard of a green diamond before. So congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Have you? No. All right. Now, Dancing with the Stars is moving to Disney+. Plus. They're leaving their longtime home at ABC, and they're going over to the streaming service Disney+, Plus, which is related to ABC as well. So that competition series debuted way back in 2005, and that'll be starting um, in the U.S. and Canada this fall on Disney+. Plus. They said this news comes amid the move that the um, that CEO has stepped down as executive producer, and so there's been a lot of changes happening with Dancing with the Stars, so I guess now uh, it's changing platforms and Justice Smollett could get a 10 million dollar book deal now over that hate crime scandal they're saying that he's been having a lot of financial problems following his guilty verdict and he's now being courted by publishers they all want to land one of the most scandalous tell-alls in recent history so 10 million dollars to write a book about that it doesn't sound like a bad move uh, at this point in time all right, and Kim Kardashian passed the baby bar. Congratulations to her. But not only did she pass, her exam was picked to be an example for future students. She went to her Instagram stories on Saturday and shared the good news. Now she reposted an image of her law professor, Sam Farkas, sharing from his own personal account. So proud of Kim Kardashian. Well done, Kim. And then she added her own reaction, kind of freaking out. She says, it means that when I took the bar, my essay scored the highest, so they used my essay as the model answer to show future people taking it what the answer should be. She said, I legit screamed when my professor Sam told me. So congratulations to her. She actually failed the exam three times in two years. She said, but I got back up each time and studied harder and tried again until I did it. And she's also, by the way, um, 
hiring lawyers to prevent Ray J from leaking another sex tape. This is according to Hollywood Unlocked. A new report says that she has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on her new legal team. She is convinced that Ray J is allegedly in possession of other recordings aside from that 2007 sex tape that helped propel her career. So not sure how true this is, but this is according to sources and reported by Hollywood Unlocked. I'm going to tell you something. I don't believe that one at all. Okay, Ray J's in such a different space in his life. Ray J don't even be wanting to talk about, you yeah. know, that old situation. And if he and if he wanted to release it, why now? Why did he, yeah, why would he release yeah. it if years Ray J, ago? Ray J Ray, Raycon is worth a hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, like Ray J is doing a okay in life. I don't believe that story at all. All right, now T.I. has addressed the booing that happened at the Barclays over the weekend, and he went right back on that stage. And here's how he joked about it. Okay, well, first of all. I ain't never been booed before, but I can tell those boos were premeditated. You know what I'm saying? They've been waiting to get there, get me somewhere to boo for a long time. I can tell you, you know. But it became a moment. You dig what I'm saying? I looked at the crowd. I see Tamika, my, my own wife. She out there booing too. She's like, I'm sorry, man. I got caught in the moment. All right. Well, that's how you do it. Get right back on that stage that's and right. keep that was it going. A, yeah, that was in Atlanta. I saw Duval dropping a clues bounce for little Duval. I saw Duval give T.I. some really good advice last night before T.I. went on stage. What did he say? He said, do five minutes and get off. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't do 30. He said, do five and get off. Yeah, I think he did 15 in Brooklyn. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Well, let's get to the People's Choice Mix. 800-585-1051. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout to Queen Naja for joining us this morning. Yes, I love to see her success. It's been a grind for her, but she's been working really hard. Absolutely. Super humble, nice, sweet girl. Yeah, definitely check out her single with Big Sean if you haven't uh, heard it or seen it yet. And yeah, I'm in the video. It's it's oh really Queen Naja featuring DJ Envy and Big Sean, but <laughs> you can check it out for yourself. And now when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let me shout out to uh, Rip Michaels, and all the comedians that touched the stage this weekend at the uh, comedy show in the bar at the Barclays Center, uh, it was a great show. It was so many people sold out. Uh, shout to Ti, shout to D Ray Davis, shout to Little Kim. She performed. Uh, shout to Moneybag Yo and all the comedians that held it down. I just want to say salute to all you guys. I had a lot of fun over the weekend. Man, I'm learning so much about this sugar daddy thing. Salute to Miko Grimes. Miko Grimes said in Florida. They call them old men snowbirds. Yeah, because they come down just in <laughs> Yeah, they come season. from October to March to pick up women and get out of the cold weather in, the, in that state. They want to cuddle with something in, in Florida. Wow. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about going out there and, and, and getting you, get yourself one? No. Mm-hmm. I'm happily married, sir. No. So right. is she. Nah, we don't know that. <laughs> All right. Well, you got a positive note? Yes. The positive note is simply this, uh, and I really want y'all to remember this on this fine Monday. Uh, prayer should always be our first response to every situation, okay? I'm only telling you that prayer works because it's worked for me, all right? And I'm only telling you about the power of prayer because I I truly believe in it. It's that simple. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 